All right, welcome back to another episode of Music with Map, the podcast where we explore how music intersects with people's lives. I'm Wes. I'm John. And today we have uh, friends of the show, um, somebody that we've uh, worked with extensively in the field, actually, and and, uh, a pair of guys that have started a really, really cool organization with probably the best name I think I've ever heard. You know, it's true. Mm. It is uh, true. Yeah. Um, but without further ado, um, we've got uh, Chris and Judah here from the Instrumentors. Um, so maybe Judah and Chris, if you just uh, want to introduce your names. and um, uh, Hi, I'm Judah. Judah here. Uh, yeah. We're uh, really excited to be here on this podcast. Uh, clearly, I don't do this type of things all the time. So, uh, <laughs> that's great. I'm a little weird. Uh, that's just who I am. That's <laughs> I love you it. Know, uh, hello, my name is Chris. You know, thank you for having us here. This yeah. is I love the setup. I'm mm. so excited, you know, just like talking with you guys earlier. So yeah. chill. You know? Yeah, that's love great. It. Well, again, we're happy to uh, to have you here and it's yeah. awesome and look forward to hearing more about like the ins and outs of what it is exactly that you folks do in terms of like, you know, obviously with instrumentors, but also just kind of in general. Mm. And while that was an excellent segue, maybe I'll just start things off. Yeah. So usually the way we like to start things off is we like to ask. Do you like how I'm building the suspense here? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry too. Yeah. I mean, I know what's coming and I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. yeah, this is not a softball question. This is a hardball question. Just kidding. No, quite the opposite. Yeah. Uh, Chris, maybe we'll start with you. Oh what music have you been listening to lately? Anything oh. as of note? Uh, or anything as of late? Anything to note? Like mm-hmm. groups, artists, genres, anything like that? Right, right. I've been, I mean, all for so long now, just like jazz and metal, you know, and everything right. in between. However... No, jazz and metal would be like the top two things I've been listening to recently, you know? So, um, being a metalhead myself, I can understand the correlation sort of between those two, Mm -hmm. but um, what what type of jazz do you find that you listen to the most? Like. I would say, like in terms of jo- jazz genres, sure, I think just or, like a straight metal, uh, not metal, oh, um, medium <laughs> medium swing, just like you know, yeah, yeah, it's okay. like standards and whatnot. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, because I was wondering how much of like um, I was wondering how much you opted to listen to that music as almost a contrast to the more like brutal and intense metal. <laughs> like I don't know if it's like throwing intense death metal and then you just queue up some nice bebop or something like that you know is that kind of like the type of um yeah yeah i mean you go to my spotify did you ever see that picture where there's like eminem and i forgot the other person just like shaking hands no i don't know if i have Oh, there's there's a picture but then it's like oh that's how my uh, music playlist looks like perfect Mm. just like from classical to like pop and everything in between yeah you know that's that's yeah. great that's the way to that's the way to be you know yeah yeah but jazz and metal that's a phenomenal combination yeah. you know yeah it's good. cool it's good. And how about you judah yeah um i like i it's like i feel like this sounds like really cliche and like i'm like i'm one of those people who say like i listen to everything and everyone's like oh yeah you can't possibly listen to everything but but like i really do i'm like we went to a show like Maybe a couple months ago, we saw Alexis on Fire. So, oh, like, nice. I was listening to like a lot of hardcore music, a lot of music like that. But uh, maybe like two weeks ago, I was uh, driving to work and this country song came on, uh, Wasted on You. It's by Morgan Whalen. And so 
I've been listening to it like on repeat, like over and over again, because I, I want to learn how to play it. But oh, okay. Um, I think my music taste is like so diverse. Like I really like to listen to music while I cook. Mm. Sometimes I'll throw on some like music theater classics. You know, sometimes I'll go for like the metalcore kind of music. Sometimes it's country. Sometimes I just want to listen to like some like lo-fi hip hop beats to sure. just kind of yeah. keep it going. So yeah, I've just been getting a little taste of everything lately, which is just really nice. I mean, that's great, and also that's that's like the best best way to approach it for sure mm. it's just sort of being open to everything you know but uh it's also amazing that you should say you listen to everything and that includes metal and country because i know that we can say this like any time we ask that question nine times out of ten those are the two genres yeah they never make it yeah one or the other sometimes <laughs> oh. yeah okay. and it's always actually amazing when someone makes a point of highlighting country like I listen to all kinds of music, including country. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Like, okay, because like yeah. you know that Wes and I are just waiting there to be like, except country. Except country. Yeah, country on that list. That's a common thing. Yeah. Well, well people will vocalize like <laughs> I, I like every kind of music except country or uh-huh. except metal, right? Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. a, a clear uh, disdain for that particular. Yeah. style or genre and my favorite is somewhat recently someone was like what's the one with all the screaming in it is that metal anyway that, <laughs> that's the yeah, one i don't yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like well, there's a lot of music with screaming but sure let's say metal um but that's amazing so yeah. uh this is great we could tick both boxes with each of you so country mm-hmm. and, and metal, metal has been represented perfect this is great yeah i'll also add that i i think like music also like heavily impacts like my mood mm-hmm. and like as the seasons are changing it's mm. getting warmer i feel like country just hits hard mm. in the summer right it's just like <laughs> talking about good amazing. times you yeah, know the yeah, sun is yeah. shining you know you roll your windows down you're just belting out these big choruses like you listen to a country song once by the end of the song you probably can you sing along it. to the chorus because yeah. it's it's going to be easy enough to remember too so well that's just listening yeah. country's like an interesting genre and i must say it's not my go-to in any by any means but recently mm. i've been really into um jason isbell and the 400 unit nice. um which is like sort of poppy country um but just like yeah, beautiful voice, beautiful uh, instrumentation, and I'm I'm really vibing with that album right now. So that's um, awesome. Yeah, but before we get too much <laughs> down the country rabbit hole, um, tell us a bit about Instrumentors. Like, yeah. what is it that you do? Uh, what, who do you work with? And and sort of um, what spaces do you work in? And maybe Judah, will will start with you to kind of kick yeah, this off for sure. So uh, at Instrumentor and Instrumentors at its core is a it's a ten week music program that we offer virtually for free. Um, and that sounds like so much things all at once, but uh, let me break it down for you. So we started Instrumentors during the pandemic. Um, Chris and I both really, really love music. And music has always been something for us that is like, you have a bad day, play some songs. It's like a way to express yourself. And we wanted to find some sort of way to give back during the pandemic. Mm. We had a lot of time on our hands, like I think a lot of people did. So uh, we kind of came up with this concept, um, like, how can we give away music for free? It's like music, right. how do you give away music? Mm. It's it's kind of hard. So um, through a lot of work, we kind of figured out we were we wanted to do one-on-one guitar lessons. Mm. Um, so basically, when you sign up for Instrumentors, you get a free guitar. You get to keep it after. Usually, it's an acoustic. Um <laughs> That's incredible. I love it. Like, usually, it's usually it's an acoustic. We have done one electric though, okay. so yeah, okay. we're expanding our instruments, and we are. We've also done a piano as well, a keyboard. Wow! But mostly, it's an acoustic guitar. So kids between the ages of eight and eighteen right. can they can sign up, um, and then we'll we meet up with them. We give them their guitar. 
uh, and then we we match them with a mentor. And this mm. is like one of the best pieces of our, our program is, so we really want to eliminate barriers to music education. So they will get matched with a mentor who is a musician um, and someone who also wants to volunteer their time and, and, and really likes passionate about teaching and, and working with kids. So you sign up, you get a free guitar, you get matched with a mentor, and then you have 10 free music lessons. And so the lessons are 30 minutes and you do one-to-one work with your mentor and it's virtual and I like virtual learning is not something that we ever thought that our program would be based upon. Right. However, we find that it really like just contributes to eliminating barriers to music mm-hmm. education. It's accessible. It's yeah, very it's accessible, accessible, right? Like so like if I like can't drive two hours or like even 30 minutes to get to a guitar lesson, then like therefore I can't learn how to yeah. play music. So. Yeah. Uh, and our mentors, our mentors are from all over the GTA. Our students are from all over the GTA. And so if someone lives in Mississauga and someone lives in Scarborough, they're able to log on, do a lesson and then like no commutes. And like yeah. so mm-hmm. it really does just help it keep it accessible. Like obviously there's some um, cons about learning virtually, especially like an instrument. Like you want to be there to be like, no, put your mm-hmm. hand like this. But um, yeah, we find that it does work out really, really well. Like, initially, it's challenging, right? Yeah. Like, especially for the mentor side of things. Because, obviously, as a mentor, you want the young person to learn, right? Mm-hmm. But through that whole virtual thing, there's that initial hurdle or that initial learning curve. However, like, you are able to get to the groove of things, right? right. So, yeah. it's that initial thing. But we've been doing this for, this is the fourth cohort now, right? Yep. So, and we were able to find our groove and have conversations with the other mentors. It's just like what works, what doesn't. Right. Different things. Right. right. That's yeah. cool. And that's the advantage of being able to like have the experience from having done it a, a four times now. It's mm-hmm. like you can mm-hmm. really start to like hone in on, yeah, what works, what doesn't. Yeah. And, and then having these conversations with mm-hmm. other yeah. folks. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you could start feeling like disencouraged, right? Because it's of course. just like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is so hard. Maybe the young person stopped learning. And it's like you as a person trying to provide that, it's like, it's stressful for you, right? Yeah. But having these open conversations with each other mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. like will ease off that, I don't know, that anxiety, that kind of yeah. stress. For right. the mentor, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so let me ask, um, did this, was this idea conceived of prior to the pandemic, but then it was sort of the pandemic just sort of, you accepted it as like the time to release this idea or was mm. it actually, was the mm. inception in like during the pandemic truly? That's such a really good question. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got to go. Now is the hardball question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go, go back a little bit. So Chris and I, we went to George Brown mm-hmm. together. Right. Um, we did the Child and Youth Work Program. Uh, we graduated in like 2015. Right. And throughout college, like we had become like really, really good friends. But after college, you know, like we kind of got busy. Like I went and worked on a cruise ship. Um, and Chris was working all these different fields. He stayed back. And so we, like our friendship, we were always still really good friends, but right. we didn't really hang out with each other as much. Mm. Right. And then um, I remembered like during the pandemic, um, I had some ideas floating around and I had been inspired by like what you guys had been doing with MAP. Um, and we'll probably get into that a little bit more, mm. how we met. 
Um, and so I kind of had the idea that I wanted to do something with with youth and with music. Mm-hmm. And so Chris and I, we, we I called him up one day out of the blue and I was like, what do you think about this idea? And th- this idea was not instrumentors. It was like, mm. you know, we had some wild ideas floating sure. around. So uh, we uh, were like, okay, well, yeah, let's let's get serious about this. And we we met up at College, College Park, Park outside because it was the pandemic and you couldn't Classic. meet inside. Yeah, and uh, we had our <laughs> notebooks and uh, oh that was our first official like business meeting. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, and then it, it really blossomed from there. Okay, cool. So there was the tiniest seed that was in existence sort of when you two had met in pre-pandemic and stuff like that. Right, yeah, but yeah. this is a beautiful combination of what we do in terms of like the well-being of youth, mm-hmm. but also like our passion for music. And yeah, we're just exactly. like, how could we marry those two things? Right, yeah, exactly. Right? Right. And this is the perfect... Here know. we are, yeah. yeah. And, and what a beautiful like confluence of, of your passions, your skill sets, and yet mm. your... Um, uh, just natural ability to to just help all these communities kind of uh, um, become become healthier, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and at the end of the day, that's what it is, right? Like music programming is it just provides all of these uh, amazing outlets for a lot of young people. So, right. like even flipping back a page, um, how do people get involved in your program? Like, is there is there a registration process? How do you how do you find the young people that you sort of interact and work with? Mm. So a lot of it is via internet, mm-hmm. like. Facebook, or even word of mouth at this point, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, so we do have a website, instrumentors.net, which um, other participants or even mentors could sign up, you okay. know, like the people who are passionate of giving back to the community, right? right. Um, yeah, so mostly, mostly. Yeah, internet, yeah and just right? to piggyback on that, so yeah. like what we, what our, like our vision and our main goal is, like we really want to eliminate barriers to music education. So right. yeah. Typically, the clients we want to work with are people who don't have access, Mm -hmm. right? They can't afford a guitar. They can't afford lessons. And so we want someone. And and a lot of this comes from, so I didn't own my own guitar until I was 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I had always really loved music um, growing up. Um, Like, a couple of my friends had guitars, and I I learned a couple songs on their guitars. Um, I I played the baritone in elementary school. Um, I did music theater in in high school, and I played a lot of guitars. And I played a lot of guitar in high school, but it was just, it was never mine. Right. And then, so, you know, when I was 19 years old, I bought my first guitar, and I was, like, really, really excited about it. And, um, and like, so some of the ideas and the concepts come from, like, what would it have been like if I had my own guitar when I was 12? Mm. Right. Right? Like, Mm. where would I be, like, musically if I had that access, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we really want to eliminate that. So if anybody was in my shoes that were really wanted to be participating in music but just like couldn't afford it or couldn't come by one Mm -hmm. like that's our main goal is to eliminate that barrier to music education so we don't actually use an extreme vetting process we're not like you know shaking people down asking them what their (laughs) income is or anything like that so it's like it's like really really open and and we find it's it's a wide range Mm. of of clients like some of them yeah they really couldn't really afford it other ones maybe they could afford a guitar but they don't know how to ask about it or how to get into the industry so like it's really about just providing people with an opportunity to learn and to grow if that's what they want and i i think that's one of the things that's very special to me especially where i'm coming from Mm -hmm. right and i mean there's that need though as well remember one of our first like outreach um initiatives that we did we stood outside of um the Eden Center with like with like some candy, some pieces of paper, and we're just like, 
do you think this program will be good? You know, just like for our own, yeah. from our own, like we knew it was a good idea, but then we're just like, let's see what the community has to yeah. say. Some people were just like looking at us like, oh, what did these two guys <laughs> yeah. want? And I was just like, yeah. no. Well, yeah, because we're just like, you want candy too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, let me like, ask you then, like what's, what's the response been like, like from the participants, but also the communities that they come from at large? Like I'm sure you must interact with, parents or guardians or, or, or people as well in, in those spaces like what, what's been some of the response that you two have, have received and maybe Chris will we'll, we'll oh flip it gosh. to you for this one like the like all of it it's just like you know we feel so humbled mm -hmm. you know because mm -hmm. they're just like you know you guys are blessing us it's just like you know you're welcome you know yeah. right yeah um because in the end of the the lessons where uh, we give them an opportunity to say like a testimony or just like a statement. Right. Mm -hmm. How did you feel about this whole process, this whole program? And mm -hmm. like some of the things, it actually makes me want to cry. It's just like, yeah. it's so good and humbling. Like the whole instrumentors, you know, yes. like the, the whole name. It's not just like, okay, we're going to come here, music lessons, you know, focus on music lessons and done. It's like the whole relationship, the the whole mentoring peace right yeah that that relationship that the mentees develop with their mentors yeah which is amazing that's so fantastic to hear about how this program sort of revolves around not just learning the technical skills of music but mm -hmm. it's the relationship building piece right exactly. you're both child and youth workers that's where john and i met too that's kind mm -hmm. of where all of this stems from and like as important as the technical elements of music are it, it, it just transcends that, right? Like it's it's so much more about relationships and communication, right? Like, and, and working with other people and practice and participation and all of these sort of intangible skills. So like, um, and Judah, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll flip this one to you, but like, what are some of the positive outcomes that you've seen um, when folks interact with music, um, especially within the, the context of instrumentors? Oh, um, so... I'll start off by saying, so 10 weeks, I don't know, like, like we're all like guitar players here. So guitar takes years. Yes. To, uh, <laughs> you can never master it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can never master it. And, and, and 10 weeks is really not enough time to, like, you're not going to be amazing after 10 weeks. But, like, that doesn't really matter, right? Mm -hmm. Because we always, like, I like to say, like, um, like we're the spark that ignites the flame of music passion, right? Mm. We're really planting a seed. Um, and so... The mentorship piece is really you're you're giving someone the tools to be able to continue a lifelong journey of music, right? Exactly. You're just like opening that door for them. So we really like like to focus on some of like the fundamentals, um, like finger exercises and like really like basic things. Another thing that we should mention is like a lot of our um, students are absolute beginners. Right. They don't even they they're just gaining their guitar for the first time. Right. Um, which is really good. But some of the outcomes that we've seen is that like we've had people reach out to us um, that were in our first cohort and just been like, I'm still playing music. Mm. And it's and it's like, really, really positive And it's really amazing. Like, I think some of the outcomes that I love, like right there is like you teach someone something maybe on the first week or the second week. And um, like. You know, you log you you log on, you see their face on 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 the Zoom, 
Um, and you know they're excited to tell you something or to show you something. <laughs> and they're like, look what I've been practicing. And it's right. like, oh, man, you know that you showed them a little riff or something and they've just been practicing it for the whole week. And now this is their time to like, let me show you what I got. <laughs> That's and like, phenomenal. For me, like those moments are like what what like makes it all very, very worth it. And I, I love that aspect of it. Um, and, and like kind of what some of the stuff you were saying before, John, is like, we don't actually know the scope. Like, what mm. is someone going to be like in 10 years mm -hmm. like, yeah. mm -hmm. that they had mm -hmm. their guitar there, they're ready to go? Mm -hmm. So I'm really hoping, because we've only been doing this for just over a year now, I'm really hoping that, you know, in a couple years, we, we, get, we get some really good feedback on, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like this is really what um, got me where I needed to be music-wise, but not only just through music, but as a tool to cope with like maybe having a bad day or mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. stressing out and For sure just and and that's why that mentor piece is so important is because music is like this universal language that you know does it it just runs so much deeper than like you know tapping your foot along to a mm -hmm. beat right like mm -hmm. it's just yeah i'm really yeah. passionate about it clearly no so. no that's amazing and also like even guitar playing aside you know, if someone does instrumentors for 10 weeks, let's say they play guitar for like a year or two. And then even if they decide it's not for them, but they've learned the lesson of, well, when you commit yourself to something and with proper, like when you focus in on this activity or initiative or whatever, and with enough, you know, like education and practice and due diligence and determination, you get these great outcomes. And it's mm -hmm. like that holds true for playing guitar, but that's also just a lesson for life as like well. Life yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, think about like physical exercise or something like that. Oh, it's like you feel like you're kind of out of shape and you want to feel better. You want mm -hmm. to do better. If you incrementally like do exercise and then when you look back and go, holy smokes, look at what I've done in a year. You know that again, like that is a life mm -hmm. lesson in and of itself. So mm -hmm. whether someone shoot in 10 years, maybe they don't play guitar anymore, but maybe even the instruction and um, and just that whole approach is something that they've taken away, which is also really amazing. And again, sort of uh, a, a testament to 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 what you're doing, but also again, what I appreciate about it is just that kind of idea that it's sort of it's more than just learning about guitar, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I was going to ask you as well, sorry, uh, Chris, but no. like, how about for yourself personally? I know you mentioned that some of the feedback that you have mm. received just kind of you know it, it brings a tear to your eye, and, right, and again, right. it's sort of this summarization of kind of why you do it and, and, and the benefits for all and just how amazing that is. But mm -hmm. how about for yourself? Any positive outcomes that you can speak to more specifically? Yeah. Um, well, one of, one of the students, he actually sent his Instagram just to show that, hey, listen, after these lessons are done, I'm still practicing. I'm still posting stuff. So right. I checked out his Instagram. He's, he's doing it up. Like nice. you could see the, that he is practicing in fact. So like, He's just get, doing more complicated, more complicated songs. I'm just like, oh my gosh, good for you, man. You right, know? right. Yeah. And it's so, and it's again, that idea of planting the seed. Oh no, what was igniting, igniting the, the flame of passion? Or, <laughs> I, what, We're the spark that ignites that's it. the flame. And by the way, the I'm, you know, I don't want to pretend like I'm a marketing dude or whatever, but like, if that's not on a t-shirt, you guys are doing something wrong. <laughs> t-shirt. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. I'll buy it. Wes is going to buy it. <laughs> We'll take two of each, uh, actually. Uh, but no, that's uh, that is amazing. And again, I just love how um, how all of this sort of works in terms of again, like you folks and what you're doing, but then also like the benefits with whoever it is that's um, participating. Mm -hmm. And also really appreciate mm -hmm. for the scope of what Map does as well. It's just like you know we can certainly relate. Actually, the trajectory is fairly similar with Map in terms of like meeting in school. 
focusing yeah. it on music as sort of being like this is the catalyst to how we're going to do whatever it is that we're going to do mm-hmm. and then um you know finding ways to connect with people who may not otherwise have this opportunity and sort of just ideally uh you know in the most general of sense just like yeah utilizing music as this amazing you know international kind of language of expression of emotion and things like that right and just finding that as being the way to uh to connect with these people it's like truly amazing and um and uh again this is a long way of saying I need that T-shirt. Give me that, give me that <laughs> T-shirt. Way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a roundabout way to say I want it in white, I want it in black, and like a heather gray as well. Okay, okay, you can do that, right? Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll, okay, we'll get right on that. For yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. John's uh, side hustle here: T-shirts. Yeah, um, this podcast is a ruse for me increasing my my closet space and uh, the articles of clothing within it. So, right, yeah. Well, so instrumenters. This fantastic program, and and we'll uh, we'll attach all the links and, and everything to your sites and and uh, socials um, uh, when when we're all said and done with this. But you as you as people, like you as musicians, you as child and youth workers, like um, Chris, we'll start with you maybe. Like, what do you get out of music? What do you get out of playing music? What do you get out of making music? Oh, what do you get God. out of like interacting with others through music? And so, also, let me quickly ask: yeah, Are course. you predominantly a guitar player? Is that your or or um, what's your what's your instrument of choice? Oh gosh, it really depends on the genre. Yeah, like okay. sometimes it's piano if you're playing like lo-fi cool. bass, if it's mm. like jazz, funk, hip hop, but then guitar for like metal. Yeah, so yeah. it really okay. depends. Okay. how you're feeling that day. So just like in terms of like music and what it did for me, it's. Like, I think that's where I found myself in high mm. school. Right. You know, you know how you're an angsty, angry teenager. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Um, it takes one to know one, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, the beautiful opportunity where I found myself, where I found my peers. Um, music was a coping mechanism for me, 100%, you mm-hmm. know. Also here, my, my family is quite... Uh, especially my grandma and dad, they're quite musical. So every time I would go inside the house, there's like a soundtrack, you know, mm. of my grandma always playing piano, you know. Mm. That's so I cool. think I think that definitely played something on my psyche. You know? Right, yeah. right, yeah. I love how you phrase that. It, it helped you find yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's not like, it, it's not how you define yourself, but it, it helps you sort of accentuates the best parts of yourself, right? And, and that comfortability and that sense of community, as you had mentioned, and relationship mm-hmm. building. And like, even with music too, like there's this uh, fantastic communication process that happens, you know, yes. that's not um, sitting in a room talking to somebody. It's you're, you're playing with them. You're interacting with them in this very beautiful, intangible way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And it's you're you're throwing your emotion and it's just like okay let's see how you're feeling you know mm-hmm. like and then we kind of bounce ideas off each other and you know like a jam is a jam but then like if you find somebody that you connect with the jam is like something else that Big you're time. just like going through the movements and whatnot you yeah. Know? yeah yeah no it is it is truly amazing and also what's so interesting about all of this too is in as much as there are these this like this tangible relationship and tangible outcomes there's mm-hmm. a lot of just um, understanding and appreciating and playing music that is totally intangible, right? Mm-hmm. Which is also like another kind of beautiful aspect about it as well. But just, um, yeah, so I can definitely appreciate uh, what you're saying, especially in relation to like, you know, being an angsty teen and find, <laughs> finding finding yeah, music no, and being yeah. like, oh, and, and continuing to play. And, and also then, mm-hmm. you know, ideally like sharing that. Yeah, it's like 
terms of instrumentors is like some kids is like, oh, I'm super angry all the time. You're like, great, grab that guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's start doing this, yeah. you know, like yeah. turn that into yeah. some music notes. Yeah. And yeah. being able to connect with people that you might not even have like a, like that verbal communication, mm-hmm. you know, Big time. like even different cultures. Like yep. I was playing somebody with a sitar, you know, but like that communication in terms of like my guitar playing, like the person sitar playing, it's just like, like different genres and it's, mm. I, don't, I don't know it's like it's that phenomenal. connection that connection piece yeah right? mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. what's well, funny sometimes too is like you play with musicians and like outside of playing music you might be like so <laughs> how's your day going <laughs> you know it's just like you don't have much to talk about but the second like the drum beat starts or something it's just like bam right you're, you're linked you're connected and like you're able to just make music and uh yeah so again it's like that's like an aspect of sort of what i attempted to allude to before is just that mm. idea of this like sort of intangible kind of aspect of it that right. is just like so amazing and so compelling that even if you don't speak the same language or play the same instrument as someone you you all have that shared understanding of it you know mm-hmm. exactly which is exactly. super super amazing yeah well it's interesting like doing this podcast we've talked to a number of people i mean music's a huge part of their lives and mm-hmm. one thing that like kind of keeps coming back is just this intangible um almost like sixth sense that is music right like you can't touch it you can't feel it all you're all it's doing is you're hearing it and yet you're you are feeling it in these like interesting ways but judah what about yourself like what what is it um that you get from music Whew, uh, that's an easy one just yeah. you know, don't worry about it. um i think i get so much like i have to listen to something every single day um mm-hmm. i just i I just love it so much. I think it just like, it, it just makes me feel kind of calm. Mm-hmm. And it just like, I think sometimes I have a hard way of expressing myself or like mm-hmm. really saying exactly how I feel. But then sometimes I'll hear a song and I mean like, like, and the lyrics, I'm like, oh, that's how I feel. Thank yeah. you for saying it for me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess like some of my, if I just go back, like, so when I was in high school, like we talked about it a little bit, like, um, I had played music in elementary school and friends guitars and stuff like that. But when I was in high school, like, yeah, I wasn't really doing that well. My grades weren't the greatest. Like I wasn't really involved, involved in like a lot of like, you know, the the sports teams or clubs like that. Um, And I actually took music theater in grade 11 as a joke. I was like, this will be an easy class. I'll sit in the back and like, whatever. Right. And uh, I met these, like my, there's these two wonderful teachers. And the first day I was there, like they were absolutely so excited. They're like, we don't know who you are, but like, we're really happy you were here. And like, usually teachers look at me like, oh, this guy, he's going to, you know, disrupt my class or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, like I did, it, I I actually stayed back for a victory lap. So I did three musicals at my school. But when I was in grade twelve, we did Les Mis, and the first time hearing the soundtrack, I was like, "This is really weird." <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why anyone would like this weird musical. But as the semester went on, I just fell in love with every mm. song and. That musical cool. is just like you know, it's got range, it's got it's a little bit of yeah. everything, and yeah. so um, I just like that moment in, in my life is like, I really want to be good at this. Like, I really mm. want to try really hard. And like, it really, it like made me like, like school in a way and, and right. look at school. And like, it's not about like, you know, having to listen to people tell you what to do all the time. It's really about trying to be the best version of yourself. And like, I discovered that during music theater that you're, you're always trying to improve. Like if you're not good right. at something, do the work and get better. So like I really was invested in getting better at music. And so I think that growth, you can apply it like we talked about in all aspects of your life. It's Mm -hmm. like, 
it's really just your you versus yourself out mm. there and how can you level up and how can you improve your skills and how can you be better than you were the day before and so right. every time i pick up my guitar it's like well how can i learn and keep growing and getting better and yeah and that's i found that through music and so a lot of the instrumental stuff is like how can i give that to somebody else right how can i help them to be the best version of themselves right and foster that growth and that opportunity Right. I think is something that's so beautiful about the program. I could see how passionate Judah is in terms of like talking about layman and stuff. I could see his <laughs> yeah. like goosebumps yeah. comment. I'm just like, that's good. From the back oh. of the chair, I was like, well, yeah. let me tell you about layman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like, slowly lifting up. You know? uh, fun fact, Jordan, I do have a layman's tattoo. Really? Yeah. I do, yeah. Wait, I wow. Do. Well, we also have a beautiful uh, <laughs> version of, I think it was a, a Javert song or yeah, something. Yeah, Stars. You, stars, that's it. Um, <laughs> that was recorded in a copy room in the basement of a community space that we worked in together so it's, yeah. oh, it's just it um and one of my, i feel like it might have been the second time that we worked with you yeah and it was just like yeah. you know so and just a little context so um when wes and i set up shop like we, we say we're recording studio on wheels so that means we mm. always have a microphone on hand um in this case today we've got four of them but anyway uh, <laughs> yeah so we're, whatever space we're working in you know we're we're happy to record people's vocals if they're down to do it right and again mm. it's this opportunity like let's say someone's a singer there's like a youtube beat that they love to like sing or rap along to or whatever we're like great let's grab that audio we can record it amazing so we did that we were working with some folks for like couple hours or whatever and it, i feel like it was kind of towards the end of the programming session and like everyone who wanted to record vocals had done so mm. and like wes was in the the recording booth or in this case the photocopy room <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. and you know we're putting the feeler out like okay anybody else anybody else and judah just very casually he's like i got something if you guys <laughs> if you guys are down and this then, oh, the funniest thing was i was outside of the room and like I think I even had headphones on. I could just hear Judah belting yeah. out this Lay Miz track. And it was like so amazing that after that, we're like, oh, that is incredible that Judah did that. And <laughs> yeah. then, uh, anyway, fast forward to now. Thank you for doing that because I think that that facilitated this connection. So, you know. Yeah, there we, there we yeah. go. So, you guys have that recording, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. I have to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll play it after. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. If the instrumentors needs like some type of a soundtrack yeah. to like, you know, if you guys are doing some visuals, like some video stuff uh -huh. or whatever, we've got the soundtrack mm. for sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, um, instrumentors is such a cool idea. It's, it's like, Judah, I think you really expressed mm -hmm. this early on in, in our conversation, which is the accessibility of it, right? Yeah. Um, music is hard. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to get into as well because um, everybody sucks to start. It's it's very difficult. <laughs> oh, that there's yeah. there is a steep learning curve. Big time. Um, but with that mentorship piece and that relationship building piece, it, it it goes beyond again just like those technical shredding skills, and it's about how music intersects with all parts of your life. So, thank you for doing what you do. Is there anything you guys want to plug? Um, any websites, any any uh, links that you want to throw in, in the podcast here while we're together? Absolutely. Well, first, <laughs> we need to mention one thing. So uh, this is all about community, right? Yeah. right? And we could never have done this on our own. We've had so much help along the way. Like one of the first people who I, I called was actually John. And you, you ran right. me through all the logistical behind the scenes <laughs> stuff. Mm. And you really helped me make my idea possible, right? That's, like, that's awesome. it, it, like you, we have we have these great big dreams, but you helped me organize it into you know something more tangible. So obviously, thank you so much for that. Love you're, that. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but we work with an amazing charity. They're called Guitars for Kids Toronto, 
And they're actually the ones who provide us with the guitars. Right. So, um, like, huge shout out to Guitars for Kids mm-hmm. because we've taught over 40 students at this point and they've supplied us with probably every single one of those guitars. So, right. yeah. it's just been a great partnership and we love that work that they do. Um, and we're so grateful that they were willing to trust us enough to right. get their guitars yeah. into, into good hands. And so... Um, yeah, I think a lot of this work comes from, you know, people leaning on each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's just one of the most amazing things about being able to do something like this is like, you know, if I rewind a couple of years ago, like, you know, uh, like we wouldn't be having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. have yeah. been able to yeah. hang out with all these amazing people who love music just as much as I do. Um, if I hadn't like, you know, taken that leap and, you know, put myself out there and been vulnerable and tried something new. So um, I think one of the most beautiful things about Instrumentors is, you know, it's just like it started as like a, like an idea. And it's just like you, we couldn't have like foreseen the impact that we would have had. So right. every day is just like keeping building on that momentum. It, it feels really good. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have an Instagram, GTA hey, Instrumentors. Yeah. Right. Um, we plugged our uh, website earlier, but we'll say Instrumentors.net, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, but then also, like you said, it's all about community. So, and we couldn't also have done this without the, the community's involvement in it. Right. Like musicians who are passionate about mm-hmm. giving back to the community, essentially for the uh, for the families and youth that we support, right? Yeah. So just in terms of, I don't know, like a plug calling all people who are passionate in the community teaching developing relationships you know hit us up yeah well especially now you (laughs) know we've just been through two plus years of of you know siloed isolation in a lot of ways right so so really building communities back and and just connecting with people especially through music yeah Yeah, like the whole COVID thing the whole isolation and just being like in your own little silo and just like an opportunity to break those silos and just like make make a community because the like like you guys we just want the betterment the well-being of the youth and families that we support and the more people that are supporting the more outreach that we could do the more yeah. people that mm-hmm. will get their lessons and like all these benefits in terms yeah. of music yeah you know? but i appreciate that you say this so like for any any musicians listening who want to kind of give back right do a it's little a great uh, opportunity reach out to the instrumentors because that's where you know if that's the position that you're in and you feel like you want to give back, then this is a great opportunity to do that because right. it's one thing to sort of think that and feel that way, mm. but it's totally different um, when there's actually this sort of infrastructure in place. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. let's say someone is like, oh, I'd love to do that. Well, great. You don't have to. All you got to do is sign up with, with Chris and Judah and then, yeah. you know, yeah. you guys take care of the rest. So uh, again, if anybody out there who's listening, mm-hmm. who's a musician, who, who feels inclined to kind of give back in, in a, in a way that's similar to the instrumentors and uh, hit these guys up for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and thank you both for doing what you do. Thanks for, for hanging with us and, and uh, shedding some light on it and, and uh, some great shots too. Yeah. Really appreciate it. And um, I don't want to drive this home too hard, but like I'm a size large for the t-shirt. <laughs> so Again, it doesn't that, really matter the color, but size yeah. large, depending on the cut, depending on who's making the t-shirt. So just let me know, right? Uh, no, thank, thank you for laughing. That's so, so generous. Wes knows at this point we've been working together for a long time. He's nice enough to laugh at my bad jokes. But uh, anyway, yeah, thank you both very much no, for, thank you. for coming to hang with us and, and doing this. And we really appreciate it. And again, kudos to, uh, to both of you for doing not only for creating instrumentors, but uh, seeing it through. 
and uh, you know all the best to your future success, which I mm-hmm. I uh, I can see being very possible considering how awesome this idea is. So amazing! Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We are yeah. so happy to be here. It's been mm-hmm. a great time. Uh, shout out to Stephen McKinnis. He's our third instrumentors member. Perfect. He's more of a oh, silent cool. member. He does our photography, but right. he helps out us out in so many ways, and right. so. Um, He's yeah. been here the whole time. We just haven't heard him talk. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, behind the silent, silent support, just the whole time. Thumbs up in the back. You guys are killing it. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, if you do have any questions about Instrumentors or about Map or anything that you heard today, uh, please feel free to reach out to us um, on any of the social media platforms. Um, and stay tuned for some more uh, some more great music conversations. That's right. Yeah. Any kids at home? If you're learning how to play guitar. Your fingers will stop hurting, okay? Just get past that, and then it's it's all downhill from there, right? Smooth sailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, awesome. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, appreciate it.